Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. In preparation for this fantasy baseball season, I've covered rookies and sleepers, breakthrough players. I've touched on draft strategy, a mock first round, and a position-by-position preview. Yesterday, I went through the most fantasy-relevant injuries, and today, it's time for a look at some position battles. I haven't included a bunch of battles for fifth starter spots because there are a bunch of teams for which that position would be open to competition, such as the nature of the fifth starter. But let's start up top with Astros prospect Kyle Tucker challenging Josh Reddick for the right field job in Houston. Tucker was the fourth overall pick in 2015 and has started to heat up after starting slowly this spring. He has 58 home runs and 50 stolen bases at AAA in the past two seasons, so it's that upside that draws in fantasy interest. Reddick doesn't have Tucker's high ceiling, but the 33-year-old is a reliable enough hitter that he can still hold the starting job at least for a little while to start the season. The Astros may be able to kick this decision down the road a little bit if designated hitter Jordan Alvarez misses some time with a knee injury. But even if Tucker doesn't win the starting job outright, he could still get a decent number of at-bats in the fourth outfielder role. In Atlanta, Austin Riley is battling Johan Camargo for the third base job, and it appears that Camargo has the edge. Riley hit 18 home runs in 80 games last season, but also struck out 108 times on his way to a 226 batting average. Riley turns 23 in early April, so he's knocking on the door, but full credit to Camargo for pushing back. He was a solid lineup regular in 2018 before collapsing last season. Even if Camargo starts the season in the job, though, he has the ability to play multiple positions, so he could fill a utility role if the Braves decide they can't live without Riley's power. At the same time, Riley's also played a little bit at first and has played in the outfield, so he could find his way into the lineup by playing multiple positions too. With Washington, it doesn't appear to be an especially heated battle between Carter Kiboom and Azdrubal Cabrera as they compete for the national starting third base job. Kiboom was a first-round pick in 2016 and earned a promotion to the bigs late last season, but ended with just five hits and 43 at-bats. Cabrera has reportedly been mentoring Kiboom, who's almost certainly the long-term answer for the Nats at the hot corner. When the time comes, or if it comes out of camp, then Cabrera would figure to still get at-bats in a utility role. He has 41 home runs in the past two seasons, and has recorded at least 500 plate appearances in nine straight seasons. With the Chicago White Sox, there's a battle at second base between Nick Madrigal and Lurie Garcia. Madrigal was the fourth overall pick in 2018. He has very little power, but he can run, and stole 35 bases in 120 games through three levels of minor league baseball last season. The play for the White Sox may be to manipulate Madrigal's service time by starting him at AAA, while Garcia starts the season at second base. But Garcia can also play multiple positions, which would make him valuable in a utility role too. For fantasy purposes, Madrigal is the more intriguing option. If he can steal bases in the majors, he could have value at a relatively thin position. Left field in Colorado has at least a three-way battle for playing time. With Charlie Blackman and David Dahl getting most of the action in right field and center field respectively, the Rockies have a few players competing for time in left. Garrett Hampson didn't hit much, but stole 15 bases on 18 attempts in 105 games as a part-time player last season. That may still be the role facing Hampson, but for fantasy owners, he's intriguing if he can secure a regular role because of his ability to steal bases. Sam Hilliard is a 6'6 power hitter who crushed 7 home runs and 77 at-bats last season. It would seem a shame to keep that power out of the lineup, but it's no sure thing that Hilliard will win an everyday job. Which brings us to Ian Desmond, a 34-year-old veteran who crushes left-handed pitching, but may have to be part of a platoon at this point. 
a Hilliard, a Hilliard Desmond platoon could work, but it would leave Hampson as a man without a spot in the lineup, unless he was a super utility type who could play virtually anywhere. In general, players that are involved in position battles aren't quite as valuable for fantasy purposes, because the battle brings uncertainty into the, into the equation. Nevertheless, there is upside to be found if you catch a player when he takes over a new starting job. Timing can be everything. Let's take a break and catch up with some more position battles on the other side. And we're back with some more spring training position battles. During the Rookies podcast, I touted St. Louis Cardinals outfielder Dylan Carlson, and it looks like he's pushing Tyler O'Neill for an outfield spot. Harrison Bader and Dexter Fowler look like they have center and right field to start the season, and the more likely scenario is for O'Neill to get a shot to put his power to use in left. The 24-year-old has 14 home runs and 271 career at-bats. At the same time, Carlson is just 21 and was a 2020 player while batting 292 in the minors last season, and he's raking in spring training, hitting 357 with a 1006 OPS. Carlson's ascent to the major leagues is merely a matter of when, not if. In Oakland, there's a gaggle of players competing for the second base job. The best bet seems to be Franklin Barreto, a 24-year-old who has hit 189 in 80 career games for the A's. At AAA last season, he hit 19 home runs and stole 15 bases while hitting 295 with a 926 OPS. So it does appear that Barreto has a bat, it just hasn't been able to make, it, make itself known in the major leagues. That's probably enough, though, to give Barreto the edge, ahead of journeyman Tony Kemp and prospects Jorge Mateo and Sheldon Noose, who are all in the battle. Left field in Cincinnati appears to be up for grabs, too. It looks like Japanese import Shogo Akiyama will start in center field, and Nick Castellanos will handle right field, leaving Jesse Winker, Aristides Aquino, Philip Irvin, Josh Van Meter, and Nick Senzel to battle for playing time at least once Senzel returns from a shoulder injury. Winker has a strong track record, with an 845 OPS in 855 career plate appearances. He had a career-high 384 plate appearances last season, so he's never been an everyday player for a full major league season. Aquino had 11 home runs in his first 16 games last season before his torrid pace slowed down. He ought to challenge for playing time too, but it's not some unheard of travesty if the job goes to Winker. Senzel was the second overall pick in 2016, and he's been one of the top prospects in baseball, but is recovering from shoulder surgery. It's not out of the question that Senzel could have a 2020 season, but there's quite a bit of competition in this Reds outfield. Milwaukee has a competition at third base with several guys who have played around the infield battling for the starting job. Eric Sogard had a career year as a 33-year-old last season hitting 290 with 13 home runs and 40 RBIs with 8 stolen bases. Brock Holt is a 31-year-old who hit 297 a little more than half a season with the Red Sox in 2019. Holt doesn't have much power or speed, so his fantasy appeal is limited. Jed Jorko is a third candidate for the job and he brings more power to the table. He only hit 11 home runs last season, but had 50 in the previous two seasons. The likely scenario here is that all three end up getting time at third, and the guys that aren't in at third can also fill in at other positions on the diamond. We'll finish up today's podcast with a closer battle in Baltimore. It looks like Hunter Harvey has the edge on Michael Givens for saves with the Orioles. Harvey struck out 11 in just six and a third innings for the Orioles late last season, after posting 83 strikeouts and 75 and two-thirds innings in the minors. Harvey recorded one save, his first in professional baseball, uh, in AA, so it's not like he has vast experience as a closer. He was a first-round pick in 2013. If he's not quite ready for the closer job right away, 
Givens could take over as he's had 20 saves over the past two seasons, though he also has a 2-13 record with a 4.25 ERA in 125 games in that span. Harvey would seem to have much higher upside in the role, while Givens might be a little bit more familiar to start the season. I think the safe play would be to take Harvey and hope that the Orioles make that switch as soon as possible. So hit me up with your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore Fantasy Baseball on Twitter. And if you want to send an email, direct it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow when we'll take a look at some cautionary tales, players that you may want to avoid on draft day. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your source for daily fantasy news and analysis.